Florida has over 15,000 meat producers. Um, it's the 13th largest producer of cattle in the country and therefore almost the world. Um, we're proud of that. And as we as a state of Florida consider uh, the production of protein for our people, we are in very good hands with Florida cattlemen. Would this ban the cultivation of meat? Representative Alvarez. Thank you for the question. Ma'am, this will ban the sale of cultivation of meat um, and any sort of distribution or production. Yeah, which is a yes. Uh, Representative Danny Alvarez running this bill, HB 1071, the banning of cultivated meat. Uh, you can't do the experimentation on meat that you grow in a vat or, you know, I mean, there's, there's a couple of different processes. And he went through all that kind of how this works. And he says, look, um, it's basically the trade-off between we want free market and we know this is coming eventually, but we're not convinced it's safe yet. This case right here says we are protecting Floridians and we are making sure that this brand new genetically modified product type is safe for ingestion for not only your children, but for your DNA. And we want to make sure that it's safe. Right now, we are at the crossroads of safety, which is the role of government and free market, which is what we want to protect uh, right now, we're erring if there is an error on the side of caution um, and making sure that we keep Floridians safe. What do you think? Do you think that they're being too restrictive? You think this is protectionism to, you know, just basically give back to the ranchers who are, you know, basically asking them to stop this because it's stifling innovation? There are already places that do this in the state of Florida. And uh, is this stifling them? See, that's how I read it at first. I hear the concerns, but... <sighs> Boy, I'll tell you, it feels an awful lot like uh, like protectionism. This is going to feed people probably on the way to Mars. We just want to make sure that it's safe before the state of Florida and the Department of Agriculture, which is charged with protecting our uh, food supply here in Florida, especially the way it's grown, says we endorse it. We're good to go. It's safe. Yeah, I don't know. It just seems like, you know, I don't know that I would want to eat it, but I don't know that it's my place to tell other people that they can't eat it especially with the growing demand for meat worldwide. My name is Rene Vignes. I am a board-certified toxicologist at Upside Foods. We are one of two companies that are currently selling uh, the product in, in restaurants. Uh, and overall, my responsibility is to be in charge of the safety of, of this product. Now, I can certainly tell you that right now, there have been no issues with the, the, the product that we sell in, in our restaurants. Uh, what's more... Uh, before coming to market, we went through years-long process with the FDA to determine our product is safe, as well as the USDA, which has given us authority to make this, uh, this product in our facilities and also label for it. And the USDA inspector is on-site at our facilities at all times while our product is being uh, uh, made and packaged. See, that's the way I think about it. It seems like this is the kind of thing that's going to get tested enormously, and that these people, I mean, if we have a burgeoning industry here, these people have a tremendous vested interest in doing it right so that people don't get scared off of it because the kind of natural ick factor a lot of people might have against the product is already working not in their favor. So they have a great interest in keeping it going right. And uh, this guy, Rene Vignes, he says, look, we're kind of in a meat arms race right now that the demand for meat globally is going to double by 2050 and current agriculture, you know, ranchers can't take care of that. And if we don't lead on something like this, we're going to be behind. This bill would deepen our country's dependence on foreign imports of seafood. Today, about 80 percent, I repeat, 80 percent of the seafood we consume in this country is imported, much of it from China. We make wild-type salmon entirely in the U.S. with local workers. 
Banning these products is a vote for more Chinese seafood on our plates. Third, this ban would make Florida less innovative and close the gates on high-paying jobs that have come to the state. American innovation is good for our economy. That's Justin Kolbeck. He is the CEO and founder of a, a company called Wild Type that makes seafood. Uh, there was a guy who testified there, Leo Larajandro. He's a senior director for manufacturing at Mission Bars. I'm a Florida resident and a proud American that spent my career in life sciences. Uh, during that time, I've worked in biopharmaceuticals, uh, media manufacturing, and now in cultivated meat. I'm the senior director of manufacturing at Mission Barnes, and I do make cultivated meat. I'm here to speak in opposition of to ban the cultivated meat contained in the FDAX package. Cultivated meat is a safe and healthy way of producing meat and has the potential to be an important part of Florida's agricultural future. Four three seven sixteen twenty. What do you think? Is this oh, is this too much restriction? Is this too much caution? Is this protectionism for the you know cattle ranchers here in the state of Florida against the innovators of meat? Uh, somebody texted in and said, uh, if people saw how actual meat was produced from live animals, they'd never buy it. Lab-grown meat sounds odd, but really is the future. Yeah, that's a good point. Is that you know, <laughs> unless you've read uh, the Jungle lately, which is not current, but still, you know, the production of the food you eat. Uh, there's a lot of that you wouldn't like to see. And so this might make you squeamish to think about growing your steak in a vat. But, you know, some of the other ways meat gets produced is not particularly wonderful either. And people are kind of separated from the production of food that they consume. We'll get back, we'll get back to this in just a second. Jake's got traffic on the fives. Jake? Mm, hamburgers for lunch. <laughs> this traffic report is brought to you by Barberry Plumbing. Uh, Mobile Highway, we have the school zone at Beulah Elementary, making it slow in both directions getting by there. And if you're headed out of Milton this morning on Avalon Boulevard, the exit for 10 westbound is partially blocked with a vehicle crash, causing some slowdown getting on to I-10 westbound from Avalon this morning. When it's time to call a plumber, call the best of the Bay winner, Barberry Plumbing, at 477-8782. If you see anything out there slowing you down, call or text our traffic tip line, 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. You meant vat burger though right oh give me a one of those big old vat burgers give me, see i've always taken the position whether it's the you know the plant-based meat or whether it's this kind of you know meat cultivated meat it, if it tastes smells and satisfies the way meat does i'm in the problem is it really doesn't do all those things and it's so expensive but if you can bring the price into a reasonable range and it's otherwise the same, and it's tested, as I'm sure all of this is, I don't, I don't have a problem with it. Uh, Joe Casello, he's a Democrat on the committee. I personally probably wouldn't buy cultivated meat. Just like when I go to Costco, I don't buy the farm-raised salmon because it's labeled farm-raised. I get the fresh salmon. The price of uh, meats today, you can't buy a good ribeye anymore. Uh, can't Just can't afford it. They're getting priced high. I also see it as an economic engine here in the state of Florida. I really do. I think this is the wave of the future. It's going to come whether we ban this on this bill today or not. It's going to come. And Danny Alvarez, the representative who's running the bill, agreed. Representative Casello, you are correct. We will be using this. This and 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 there is no even implication from my side or the department that it is an unsafe thing to do or create. That's not what we're saying. But as of today, the unknowns are so great, right? There are no long-term studies. You're well, you're not saying you're not saying it's safe. You're saying it is potentially unsafe. And because it's potentially unsafe, then that's why you want to hold off on allowing it to be eaten, right? Hey, the FDA approved it. Well, the FDA gave us cigarettes. 
and come then they on. told it. Come on, I mean, come on, that's your go-to. Mm, okay. And then they told us that it was safe, and then now we're paying the price on sick. They also gave us saccharin. They also gave us um, a litany of other products that we later turn out to be. Uh, very bad for our, our bodies. It's not a matter of transparency and labeling because what would you put on the label? Hey, we made this in a lab. Enjoy. Let's make it medium rare. That's not how it works, right? What we're saying is you made it in a lab and these are the effects of it. What is the answer of that, right? What is the answer? The answer right now, no one can stand in front of you and tell you because they don't know the answer. And I want the answer before I tell Floridians that it's safe. Again, I, you know, I hear you. Okay, I hear you, but it smacks me quite a bit as, you know, stifling innovation, foreclosing off a sector of the economy, protectionism for the ranchers. I mean, clearly that's a that's a factor here, right? Uh, 437-1620, got a couple of texts in here. Somebody says, Florida, open for business, except when government doesn't want it. Uh, somebody says, if the sausage patty from my hotel's free breakfast is from a lab, then I'm not, cu- then I'm not for cultivating meat in the lab. <laughs> Somebody says uh, they should change it from cultivated meat to cultivated protein. Oh, I kind of like that, actually. Um, this argument could be ended by not calling it meat. We already eat everything processed anyway. Oh, no, that's true. A lot of your so-called, you know, food. <laughs> it's got a lot of stuff going to it. And there's, you know, a lot of the actual things you can buy we know are very harmful to you, consumed in quantity. Um, FDA, uh, somebody here says um, approved ingredients and products are banned in many countries. Yeah, I'm not sure the FDA does the best job in the whole wide world, so... FDA saying yes. I just feel like, you know, bringing up cigarettes in this conversation is like bringing up the, you know, 39s, late 30s Germany. You know, like, it's kind of like, come on, you got to have better examples than that. 437-1620, But, of course, in this conversation, I would be completely remiss if I didn't at least mention... Silent Green is people! 720 on News Radio 92.3. Maybe not all forms of cultivated meat are the best. I'm Andrew McKay. Here's today's Strength for Life with your host, Pastor James C. Johnson. It's so disappointing to hear people use the name of God flippantly. Ladies and gentlemen, God is not your homeboy, and he's not the man upstairs. His name should not be used to express your stress level. Isaiah 6 says that God is holy, holy, holy. The word holy means set apart or sacred. He's holy God the Father, and holy God the Son, and holy God the Spirit. His name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. May I humbly suggest to you that you think twice before you devalue the name of the one which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell, but instead I urge you to reverence his precious and wonderful name. That was James C. Johnson. He serves as the pastor of North Stone Baptist Church in Pensacola, Florida. For more Strength for Life, please visit our website, strengthforlife.church. At Penair Credit Union, we know that road trips don't start by driving into the sunset. A day at the beach doesn't begin with packing the car. Even car shopping doesn't really start at the dealership. Your new car journey begins with an auto loan pre-approval from Penair Credit Union. Because at Penair, auto financing is easy. And when you get pre-approval before you shop, you'll be ready to hit the road when you find the perfect car. Get started at penair.org slash car loan. Whether it's new, used, or refinanced, vehicle loans from Penair Credit Union fit you perfectly. Federally insured by NCUA Equal Opportunity Lender. Pep Talk? What's Pep Talk? It's the Pensacola Expert Panel. Experts? Experts in real estate? Yes, that's us, Angela. We are the Pep Talk for real estate. What will we talk about, Will? We'll talk about the real estate industry. 
Well, we don't just want to answer our own questions. We want to answer the listeners' questions. Tune in Thursday at 1030 and we'll talk about real estate. And whatever real estate questions you have. The Pensacola Expert Panel on News Radio 92.3 and AM 1620. Text or call with your questions. 850-437-1620. Start your mornings off informed with all things Pensacola on the Pensacola Morning News with Andrew McKay on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Yeah, so you know, in today's world, we, we deal with a lot of negativity. That uh, hits us from every angle, especially in the news. And uh, uh, Anne from the Gulf Breeze Zoo had reached out to me several weeks ago and uh, expressed to me an idea that she had that she had done in, in other communities where she had worked with uh, uh, the, the parent company of the Gulf Breeze Zoo on um, changing Groundhog Day into something else. I had heard about this last week, and I just thought this was such a neat idea. Just something local, something different, something you know, just a, everybody does their own twist on Groundhog Day. And as Colton Wright was reading the proclamation from his district, District 5, for the Gulf Breeze Zoo yesterday, it was kind of entertaining. And whereas Kenya the giraffe has established herself as a beloved and valued member of this community and openly asserts her love for Gulf Breeze, Santa Rosa County, white sand beaches, sunshine, waterfront dining, outdoor fun, wildlife viewing, especially at the Gulf Breeze Zoo and everything else that makes our county one of the coolest and most fun in the United States. And I love the, you know, Kenya the giraffe. I love the swipe at Punxsutawney Phil. And whereas Kenya the giraffe has established herself as possessing unique and valuable skills in making accurate and useful predictions, while Punxsutawney Phil has established himself as, let's be honest, an ill-tempered, dubious, and unreliable predictor of anything. Let the, let the uh, February 2 wars begin. And whereas we celebrate this day as Kenya the Giraffe assumes her duties and responsibilities and heretofore will make all predictions asked of her by the citizens of Santa Rosa County on Giraffe Day, thereby forever relieving Punxsutawney Phil of these duties. He does struggle with that word, but it's a hard one to say. And I, I think it's funny, like, we're going to call it Giraffe Day. I think that's probably not going to catch on, but I love the idea. Now, therefore, be it proclaimed, District 5, Santa Rosa County, Florida, does hereby recognize February 2nd as Giraffe Day and further orders that Groundhog Day forever and hereafter be recognized and honored in Santa Rosa County as Giraffe Day. I, probably not. <laughs> but I love the idea, and the idea that you're, you know, you're driving by on 98 and you can see the giraffes, and it's a small I like when government does neat things, you know? I know this seems a little silly sometimes, but I'll tell you, as someone who, who lives down there, and I know Commissioner Anderton sees it too, and you drive up and down Highway 98, and there's one set of animals you can see without going into the zoo, and that's those giraffes sticking their heads over the fence there when you drive <laughs> past. So just thought it was kind of a fun thing to do and uh, an opportunity to, to shed light on something positive that happens in our community. And uh, there was a little bit of a controversy, apparently, because um – I guess Kenya, the reticulated giraffe, doesn't only predict the longevity or not of winter, but... For the record, Kenya did predict an early spring. <laughs> and uh, I don't have a dog in the, on the hunt when it comes to the football, but what did she predict for the Super Bowl? Uh, the Chiefs. The Chiefs, I believe. So, 
So don't don't blame me. So there may be some political consequences to that one for me, but it's just it's so ridiculous that people have turned this into all the different things that it is. But uh, anyway, I just thought it was a cool thing. Golf Brazil is a cool place, and uh, I like to see people who come up with something just a little bit innovative. Seven twenty six on News Radio ninety two three. Jake's got traffic for us. Jake. If you're headed out of Milton this morning on Avalon Boulevard, we still have an accident partially blocking the exit ramp getting on to I-10 westbound, but not a major slowdown at this point. Mobile Highway very slow in both directions for the school zone at Beulah Elementary School. And uh, just had a report from the traffic tip line, 437-1620. Bayou Boulevard at the Starbucks westbound. Uh, is very, very slow. Almost, I think the whole road is blocked still at this point from an accident that just occurred. And uh, also Highway 98 this morning, uh, westbound in Tiger Point, getting by the light at Avalon, Garcon Point, is uh, starting to slow uh, slow down and back up this morning. If you see anything else out there, let me know, 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. Thanks so much, Jake. Uh, if you're at 64 turning 60, 65, you're going to change the way you do insurance, you know, or or just if you're retiring. You know, that's something else. I was talking to Ricky Stewart the other day, and she said that's a lot of people that don't realize they're going to be changing how they do insurance and moving over on to Medicare, and she can help you with that transition. you got questions about advantage and supplement and prescription drugs and which plan, and does Medicaid apply to you? I mean, these are all things she can answer. They're very simple to take care of. Ricky Stewart Insurance, 341-2185, 341-2185. Oh, um... What was the somebody we were talking about the cultivated meat earlier and somebody texts in and says, Arby's, dun, dun, dun. we have the vats. <laughs> nice. Y'all are the best. Uh, let's see. Steve Taylor is in all this week and next week for David with our headlines. Steve? Well, sad news. Country music star Toby Keith has uh, passed away. The singer-songwriter passed away yesterday at the age of 62. The Oklahoma native was recently diagnosed with stomach cancer. Central Command is still assessing the casualties from the U.S. airstrikes in Iraq and Syria. That's what Pentagon spokesman Major General Pat Ryder told reporters yesterday. He said the goal of Friday's strike was to target the Iranian-backed groups responsible for the attack in Jordan that left three American soldiers dead and dozens wounded. The Japanese embassy in Washington is ensuring fans that Taylor Swift will be able to make it to Las Vegas to cheer on the Kansas City Chiefs. Swifties have been crunching the numbers to see if the singer could play a February 10th show in Tokyo when she kicks off the 2024 leg of her tour and still make it back in time for the Super Bowl. But the embassy he posted that Swift could comfortably arrive there in time despite the 12-hour flight and the 17-hour time difference. The Chiefs, of course, in case you're living under a rock, are facing the 49ers in Vegas February the 11th. And uh, as you referred earlier, Kenya the Giraffe did choose the Chiefs to win. We shall see. Oh, but you got to read the, like, the, uh, the, the whole point was that they put all of her songs in the release. Yeah. And there was only one that they missed because they said that it would take her 12 hours, but they should have said 13. Really? You know, so, so it was, yeah, that was what was kind of cute about that is they didn't just say that she can make it. They were throwing all of her song titles. I was trying to pull it up real fast where you're talking because the, uh, the, the, the cuteness of it was mentioned because this has become a thing is, you know, if you can talk about Taylor Swift and work in all of her song titles somehow or other, because right, there yeah. are so many good ones. I was trying to figure that out too. <laughs> there you go. Steve, thanks so much for the update. 729 here on News Radio 923. Um, oh, McDonald's. McDonald's missed its uh, revenue forecast. They thought they were going to grow year over year in terms of, uh, you know, same store sales by, I think it was 4%, and they grew by 3% or something like that. They're about a, a 1% off. Yeah, 4.7 to 34 because they raised prices on everything. And get this, 
Uh, actually, I know, like, you know, it used to be a buck fries. All that stuff has totally gone away unless you use the app. And even then, um, $18 for a Big Mac combo in Chicago. $18. Same in Connecticut. $7.29 for an Egg McMuffin. Um, $5.69 for a side of hash browns. The what? <laughs> My God. But then again, we are paying people, you know, $15, $17, $18, $20 an hour. wonder where that's going to come from. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. The House is expected to vote today on whether to impeach Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. Impeachment articles charge that he is willfully and systemically refusing to comply with federal immigration laws and breaching public trust by claiming that the border is secure. The White House saying, quote, the impeachment power was never intended as a device for members of an opposing political party to harass executive branch officials over policy disputes. Fox's Brooks Singman, it would take a two-thirds vote after a trial in the Senate to remove Secretary Mayorkas from office. The British Prime Minister says King Charles' cancer was caught early. It's not announced what kind of cancer it was. Prince Harry is flying back from California to be with his father, and Prince William is heading back to work after taking some time off to be with his wife, Catherine, Princess of Wales, who spent more than two weeks hospitalized following an abdominal surgery. Fox's Alex Hogan in London. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning. It's 731, 47 degrees right now and clear. I'm Steve Taylor for News Radio Pensacola. An Escambia County man was arrested on Sunday after he allegedly called West Florida Hospital and threatened to blow up the facility. 63-year-old John McCollum allegedly called the hospital three days ago angry and agitated because he was looking for his mother to see if she was okay. That's according to the arrest report from the Escambia County Sheriff's Office. He called the hospital multiple times and said, quote, I will blow that place up, unquote. That's according to the report. One of the hospital employees who answered the phone allegedly told McCollum his mother was safe and he could speak with her. The employee said McCollum called back two more times, still agitated, but did not make any more threats toward the hospital. McCollum was arrested at his home on February the 4th and charged with a threat to bomb. That's according to the report. The family of a man murdered three months ago in Escambia County is still waiting for somebody to be brought to justice. His daughter, who's celebrating her birthday, stepped away from the celebration to share her feelings with Channel 3 News. I miss my dad. And I love him. She's one of Guy Dixon Jr.'s three children now left without a father after his November 2023 murder. Quinta Harris, Dixon's older sister, has stepped up to take care of the kids. Oh, I'm 100% there for all of them. Yeah, I'm number one aunt. I'm here now celebrating her birthday, so till the end. The sheriff's office says they're still looking for a suspect in the case, Sibri Steverson. There's been an active warrant for him since November the 2nd. Deputies say that Steverson fled to avoid arrest and remains a wanted fugitive. For now, the family's doing what they can to find answers as they wait for closure and an arrest. We're basically uh, our own investigators. We're following up on every lead as well. The Escambia County Sheriff's Office says an argument led to the fatal shooting. For now, Dixon's family is doing their own amateur investigation, even offering personal money in exchange for any information. A crew of astronauts was due to splash down off Escambia County, but that's been postponed due to weather conditions. NASA and SpaceX had planned for the Axiom Space's AX-3 crew to land in the water off Pensacola later on today, but that's on hold. The next weather review is planned for 11 a.m. This, uh, this morning where they'll make a decision. Four astronauts will be in the spacecraft when it finally does undock from the International Space Station. Let's check that forecast from Channel 3. 
This is meteorologist Brooke Richardson with your first morning weather update. We are going to be seeing a beautiful sunny day today with temperatures warming up into the 60s. High today near 64 degrees. Overnight tonight, temperatures dropping near 43 degrees. For Wednesday, nice sunny skies return. High near 62. Wednesday night, temperatures dropping near 49. Beautiful weather for our Thursday as well with a high near 65 degrees. Stay connected to Channel 3 News First Morning Weather Team. Download the WEAR-TV weather app. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center. Thanks, Brooke. Right now, let's check in with Jake for traffic on the fives okay i'm watching an era let, let's see over here let me get back over on my map okay so this is highway 98 eastbound headed towards Winhaven, uh right there at the mcdonald's at parish boulevard we have very very slow traffic heading up to that eastbound that's stretching all the way back to the uh the Winhaven animal hospital all the way up to the mcdonald's at parish boulevard also highway 98 westbound getting through tiger point well, we have our normal morning slowdown there at the light at avalon garcon point and uh, let's see here around uh, Bayou Boulevard, the, the Starbucks there, we have uh, uh, westbound, we have an accident blocking the roadway there. That's going to cause some major slowdown. Also, Mobile Highway, very slow in both directions for the school zone in front of Beulah Elementary School. And uh, let's see here, if you're coming out of uh, Cantonment this morning on Highway 29, getting through Inslee is going to be a little bit slow southbound. Other than that, we're looking good around town. If you see anything, let me know. 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. Thanks, Jake. Right now, sunny and 44 in Pensacola. 45 in Gulf Breeze and 45 also in Milton at 735. Next news is at 8. Breaking news anytime. I'm Steve Taylor for News Radio Pensacola. Informative, local, dependable. I'm Nicole Murray with Your Money Now. Infineon Technologies has lowered its sales forecasts for fiscal 2024 due to a weak demand for chips in personal electronics such as computers and smartphones. The German chipmaker said it is aiming for sales of over $17 billion for the year ending in September, down about 2% from fiscal 2023. The chip industry has seen low demand for its semiconductors for months. The automotive market has provided a lifeline as it seeks smaller and more energy-efficient chips. KDDI says it will spend over $3 billion to significantly increase its stake in Japan convenience store operator Lawson. The Japanese telecom company will jointly operate it with current parent Mitsubishi Corporations. KDDI currently holds a 2.1% stake in Lawson while Mitsubishi owns just over 50. After the offer is completed, KDDI and Mitsubishi's both will hold a 50% stake. Futures are slightly lower. That's your money now. As she stared at me through the window, I realized the time we spent in the backyard on her trailer just wasn't fulfilling. We used to have so much fun on the water. I just couldn't crank her up. But Key Marine did. Fun days on the bay are back. And my Yamaha outboard runs better than ever. Key Marine gets the work done and lets you handle the fun. Key Marine, your Yamaha outboard dealer on Bower Road in Pensacola. Google Key Marine or find them on Facebook. Serving overseas was just the beginning. We might be home from war, but our mission continues in communities all across the country. It's why we're out there in times of peace and crisis, providing meals to the hungry and supplies to the sick. It's why we're giving strength to those who are too weak and bringing resources to those without them. Service doesn't stop when we're done serving. It's what makes us the VFW. Learn more at vfw.org. 
as a mayor with city council meetings, boards, etc., is it ever a topic to survey on how you can give money back to citizens by lowering costs or taxes? Pensacola Mayor D.C. Reeves took your questions on a News Radio 923 Town Hall meeting. Obviously, that you know you would hear at a council meeting if that has uh, been a conversation. But I, I guess the bigger question is, how do we figure out how we treat the taxpayer money? When you need to know. News Radio 92.3. Informative. Local. Dependable. News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. It's the Pensacola Morning News. Happy Tuesday to you. On Tuesday, we always talk to Escambia Sheriff Chip Simmons. He's here with us in the studio. Sheriff, welcome back to the show, sir. Good morning, Andrew. How are you guys? Uh, well, we're all sick, so I hope you're not sick after that. <laughs> we're trying not to make you. Well, not at the moment. I know. You're a healthy man. You'll be fine. Um, you guys have been chasing a lot of cars lately. That seems to have been a pattern over the last week or two, yeah? yeah we've been uh, we've been kicking butt. Not literally... But we've been, um, you know, unless they strike us first, that's that's not a good thing. But yeah, we have had a couple of car chases. Um, we get behind these people; they're they're stealing cars, and then they're driving like maniacs. And so we got to stop them as quickly as we can because if you know, obviously, if they get uh, too high speeds or in, in certain areas, then then we don't chase in that circumstance. Are they? In these, we do. I mean, people are sometimes reluctant to believe that criminals adapt to law enforcement tactics, but we know they do. Okay. Are these people who are driving crazy in cars, is it because they're just crazy, or is it because they believe, which used to be more true than it is today, that you will call off the chase because it's unsafe, that they can get away by going fast? Well, we know that that is the case because we know that they talk to us about that after we mm-hmm. after we chase mm-hmm. them and we say, I thought y'all can't chase. Well, what are y'all doing? Or, I want to talk to your sergeant. We've had people complaining on us because we weren't <laughs> supposed to be chasing <laughs> you've, them. You've had people in car yeah. chases... Talk want to talk to a supervisor right. because they think you're in violation of the policy that allowed you to arrest them. That's correct. That's correct. You're not supposed to chase <laughs> me. Uh, now, and and you know, for just traffic, they're they're correct. We don't want to put this out, but when you're when they're stealing cars, and what we know is that they're they're what we have seen is that they're stealing cars and they're 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 committing other crimes mm-hmm. with these stolen cars. It's not just they were joyriding once or twice here, but they're stealing cars. They're hiding these cars, and then they were using them for drive-by shootings. Mm-hmm. So we, we've um, relaxed our pursuit policy uh, within state guidelines, obviously, um, and, and we are, I'm allowing our shift lieutenants to, to determine whether it's safe to pursue. And I also tell them if you can pursue, you can stop it as quickly as you can, mm-hmm. which means um, you, know, you bump them a little bit, spin around a little bit, and then and we can get them. Yesterday alone— um, well, actually, the day before yesterday, the night before yesterday, um, we had a, a car chase. We, we bumped him a little bit. Uh, he helped us out by running off the road because we're not great drivers. And then um, we found two stolen guns in that car. So, I mean, wow. and one of them was a long gun, like an AR-type gun. So um, I, I think that what, what you're seeing is a sheriff's office, uh, a law enforcement agency that's serious about taking these, uh, these criminals off the street and, and doing a great job of it. And as you've said, you know that the stolen cars particularly are – higher than just otherwise likelihood connected to felony crimes of violence often. And so, you know, you're acting in response to the fact that there's an anticipated connection between what they're doing and other stuff that we've got to stop, right? I mean, it makes sense to me. So you had the one where he drove off the road after he got bumped a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, Is that the same story in the other ones where it's kind of, you know, you chase them, you bump them, you you pit them, they're done? Uh, Yeah, uh, because usually we have a couple deputies there and we pit them and spin them a little bit. Um, they're, they're, we're able to catch them. 
in, in, in short order. And, and again, a lot of times we get we get drugs in those cars, and that's why they're running. They're running for a reason. Um, and what we saw last week was we had uh, two car chases at the same time. I don't know if I have notes on it right now, but it, it's something to talk about because huh. we had two people go into car dealerships and try to do test drives, um, and then they're getting out, and they're just, just keeping these cars. And so we had two chases at the same time, and we were able to catch both of the cars. And it was just it was just wow. a, a great job by the men and women at the sheriff's office. Now, when you're doing chases, uh, are you always bumping? Do you use spike strips? Are there? I mean, I know you got all, all different kinds of possible tools at your disposal, but getting ahead of them enough to lay out something like that is kind of challenging. Plus, the other you know regular old traffic that's on the roads. I mean, all, there's all kinds of issues, right? Yeah. Well, we don't have the spike strips. We don't utilize them. We've haven't had them in the past. But they're difficult in an urban setting where right. people turn a lot more. If you're on the interstate, I'm I'm sure the Highway Patrol has has a spike strip so they can put out. Uh, our our method, if you can, if you notice, we have um, uh, what we call push bumpers on our on the front of our cars to, to keep our cars from getting too damaged. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also allows us to. And, and this is an art to this. We train this. This is not something we just hey just bump them. Um, there are rules associated with it. And typically, it's done at a, at a obviously a slower speed, mm-hmm. um, and and then they they try to do it as safely as they as they possibly can. But and we weigh the danger that the motorist or I say motorist this, this lunatic that's driving this car, um, trying to get away, um, you know, pitting him and versus you know whether we should just let them go and catch them at, at, at a later time. And we, we do cancel chases. I'm not saying we don't cancel a chase. Right. We're not doing it. We're not running until the wheels fall off. Uh, but but I, what I told them, the real big change is if we can chase them, we can bump them. And so we're, we're going ahead and bumping these these cars and getting these bad guys off the streets. And, like, how much of your budget comes from the repair? Like is, it has to go to the repairs of these cars because you can't have them driving around damaged, even if the damage is lighter because it's done with the, you know, the grill device or right. whatever. But, you know, I assume you got, you know, fleet constantly under repair for bumps, dings, and, you know, whatever from this stuff, right? Well, we do. We have, um, in fact, we had a meeting just yesterday. I've allocated some more overtime um, so that they can fix it. And most of it's superficial stuff, but it yeah. is, is a, a cost to fix this, you know, the, these bumpers. But, but again, I, I'm, as a resident of Escambia County, I want my law enforcement agency to take these bad guys off the street. And if it means that our tax dollar goes to repairing a bumper, well, then we'll have the shiniest bumpers in the state. <laughs> right, I get that. We're talking to Sheriff uh, uh, Chip Simmons from Escambia County. You also had kind of an odd case where um, you had somebody walk off of the road camp, and you know the road prison for people who aren't familiar. This is people who are, I mean, they're late in their sentence. They've qualified for this. They're low risk offenders. They're doing the work that I mean, they're doing work, which is an activity, which is right. outside. There's like all of these advantages. But people still walk off of the road camp crews sometimes, right? Yeah, um, the the road prison is people that are uh, at a certain level of, of crime, and yeah. usually with those that are less than a year in, in prison, um, and and so they they voluntarily go. They don't have to go. They go to the road camp, and sometimes they work on the, at the camp. Sometimes they go out in road crews, um, and they get extra game time so that, that they can get out a little bit earlier. And you can work get to work outside. In in many cases, you learn a skill, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, like road paving and that sort of thing, you might be able to get a job somewhere else. And so the, the, citi- odd, the citizen might not relish, you know, taking the weeds out of the drainage ditch, but compared to being incarcerated, I mean, that's that's vacation. Yeah, yeah. And, and you get extra food there, too. There's a certain calorie intake that, right, that, right. that, that, that you're, there's requirements to people that are in work-type uh, environments. 
I know this because as my my former right career, when you worked with the county, you oversaw officer. all yeah. of this stuff, right? Um, and and now this they, they're not our, they don't work for us. The, the road prison works for the Scammy County Corrections, and, right? And but they called us and said, hey, they had a guy that walked off for the road the road camp again. This happens probably once every two years or so. Yeah. And again, it it, it makes you wonder why you couldn't wait. A couple of months, you can't you can't just work you know work this well, the thing way out. I'm trying to remember when I when I toured up there. What I remember them saying is that the guys who walk off, it's sometimes it's because they got a message from the girlfriend and it's home drama or and they have impulse control to begin with, which is why they're criminals a lot of times. And so you know something put them on tilt and they they just had to deal with it right that moment. Is that the kind of thing you see? Even when it is fairly rare, but is that the kind of thing? It's it's not typically so much that they're trying to escape and be on the run or something like that. Well, I, you know, I, I think all escape prisoners are, are you know, trying Fair to be on the run. Fair and, enough. Sure. And, and, you know, if you can't follow the rules that you've abided, you've agreed to, um, God knows what you're going to do. So we want to do what we can to help them out. And, and again, they don't work for us, but we get a call and say, Hey, can y'all help us? And because we have a pretty wide reach with our social media platforms and billboards. And so we put this out, we put the name of the person out, the picture. And then we obviously had a number of people that are out there helping us. I think the road camp, uh, canines, actually, if you recall, they have some mm-hmm. some beagles. Yeah, and, the beagles and, and the bloodhound, and, and right? Some bloodhounds, and and they do a, they're oh, some they're of amazing. the best. I mean, we we use them as well, um, as well as our own our own canines. But we had a mixture out there, um, and we we're able to to put this guy back in jail. So right now he's probably sitting in jail, wondering, you know, hey man, can I go back to the work <laughs> yeah, camp? Right? Probably no, not. Probably not. not. Now. <laughs> we're talking Sheriff uh, Chip Simmons. Sheriff, hang on for just a second. Let's get Jake in here with traffic on the fives. Jake. Okay, getting into Pensacola is going to be a little bit slow this morning. If you're on uh, Highway, or if you're on Avalon Boulevard headed toward I-10, uh, getting onto I-10 westbound from Avalon, we have a uh, crash right at that intersection, kind of slowing things down there this morning still. Uh, also, Highway 98 westbound through Tiger Point, slow getting by the light at Avalon, Garson Point. Highway 29 south through Inslee is very slow southbound. And also I'm seeing, uh, this is now popping up, uh, West Nine Mile Road, very, very slow eastbound from an accident. Looks like it's on the on-ramp for I-10 there as well. And uh, Bayou Boulevard at the Starbucks westbound. We have some road blockage from an accident that just occurred from our traffic tip line there. Thank you for helping me out. 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker, Traffic on the Fives. Thanks so much, Jake. Uh, Back to Sheriff Chip Simmons. Uh, Sheriff, you guys had another case that... um, well, interesting. Um, you got called to what would typically be considered an animal control case regarding some free-range or roaming chickens. Yeah, is that yeah, what happened here? Well, that's my understanding is the animal control, as you know, they they respond to animal complaints. And they got a call. The I guess some neighbors were complaining that this individual by the name of Adrian Hall, he's 21 years old, he had some free-roaming chickens. Apparently, you can't have free-roaming chickens, so animal control gets called. They go up there, and they've got a catch net and a little container. They're catching, trying to catch these chickens that are free-roaming. Adrian Hall, allegedly, comes out with a steak knife and says, you ain't taking my chickens. So (laughs) animal control goes back to his car and says, hey, Sheriff's Office, can you help me help a fellow out? Um, Sure, we can. So we get up there, end up arresting him. At the time, he had already thrown the, the, I guess, a container uh, that they put the chickens in back over the fence and cut the net with a steak knife and just acting acting a fool. And so we arrest him, put him in the car, but he's still angry, and we get him to the jail, and he tries to headbutt us, and not try. He headbutts our deputy a couple Uh-oh. times, tries to kick us a couple times. So now he's charged with uh, battery on law enforcement officer, aggravated assault on, on deputy, uh, criminal mischief, and um, I guess he'll be cited with some chickens after all. All because he was letting his chickens run free in the county. All right. Yeah, yeah I, the, uh, the 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 irony of it was that that day at the jail they were serving uh, chicken, <laughs> chicken, 
chicken sandwiches. <laughs> I, that's not true. Oh, I'm not even sure if that's true at all. But it could oh, be, and man. it would be a good, it would be a good story. Oh man! Well, he was just, you know, <laughs> he went to jail to defend the right of those chickens to run around on the free on the free range. Um, hey, I did want to ask you just a couple of quick things. One is um, any update on on um, Shot Spotter? Have we seen any significant breakthroughs or calls or anything? Um, Shotspotter is working fantastically. Uh, I think that uh, wh- what I understand is it can pinpoint within a couple of feet where a where a, a shot has been fired. We can go, we go there, and sure enough, we see the shell casing. Um, we have had only one case over the, I guess, what, four, three, four months or so. Yeah. We've had it now. We've only had one case where the shot spotter has said, hey, there's shooting here, and we get there and someone's actually shot. If you recall, we talked about we that a lot about of months like, ago. People ago. trying out the guns and that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, there were yeah. some people. We had, in fact, the last one they they were playing me. It was a single shot in a wooded area, and that was one. I mean, so I'm not yeah. sure what they were what they were trying to do, but we've not had any other reported incidents of. Uh, I'm not saying that it's, it's reducing crime. I, I, it's too early to tell, right? But I can tell you that it's working exactly how it's supposed to be working. We're getting the call immediately. It's helping us to retrieve evidence. We just haven't had. We've only had one case where it was actually. Needed. Are you telling me that the technology that picks up gunfire sounds, you're not having any reports? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's yeah, me, it's right? A different here. kind of report. <laughs> Jake doesn't even want to laugh at it. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm lost. What, the word what happened? report means report, sound of a yeah, gunshot. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. It's just too. It's, um, he's, <clears> I'm yeah. just going to move on here. Please, please um, <laughs> I'm sorry, Sheriff. I'm a little, my I'm a little under the weather, joke. so you know there's, the filter's a little bit thinner, Sheriff. Uh, Sheriff right Jim. now, people are changing the radio station. Like I've had enough. We of got this, nowhere else to go. I have enough of this clown. They're like mayonnaise <laughs> and, uh, and yeah. officer, officer and gentlemen. gentlemen. We Thank would you. if we could. Uh, Sheriff Jim Simmons, always a pleasure, sir. Thanks for stopping by, and uh, we'll talk to you again next week. All right, take care. Sir, serving chicken at the jail. Seven fifty one on News Radio ninety two three. Informative, local, sometimes funny. I'm Andrew McKay. Hi, I'm Billy Anderson with Anderson Subaru in Pensacola. Your road to adventure starts with the 2024 Subaru Outback and the 2024 Subaru Forester. Both come standard with symmetrical all-wheel drive for confidence along the way. The Subaru Outback, according to Kelly Blue Book, is one of the best family cars of 2023. And according to Auto Trader and my good friend Max here, the Subaru Forester is one of the 2023 best cars for dog lovers. For information on all the awards and accolades from Kelly Blue Book and Auto Trader on the Subaru brand, the Subaru Outback and the Subaru Forester, visit kellybluebookkbb.com and autotrader.com. Whether you're a Forester family or an Outback family, your road to adventure starts in a Subaru from Anderson Subaru. Go where love takes you. Anderson Subaru, Highway 29, just north of Car City, Pensacola, online at andersonsubaru.com. Anderson's got a Subaru for you. Kelly Blue Book is a registered trademark of Kelly Blue Book Company, Incorporated. Auto Trader is a registered trademark and used with permission. Investing in times like these can be scary if you don't have the right person at the helm of your finances. Armada Advisors will put you on the right path for success. Join Wesley Odom with Armada Advisors to find a better way you can successfully invest your money and enjoy your retirement. Tune in to the Pensacola Expert Panel this morning at 10. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. 
Stillwater's Day and Medical Spa is here to help take the pressure off of you finding the perfect Valentine's Day gift this year. Share your love this Valentine's with a gift of renewal and relaxation at Stillwater's Day and Medical Spa. Stillwater's offers a variety of spa treatments, including facials, massages, spa pedicures, and more. Valentine's Day gift certificates can be purchased online at stillwatersmetspa.com or in person at the spa located in downtown Pensacola. Stillwater's Day and Medical Spa, Pensacola's world-class luxury spa. Pensacola right now with Joe and Austin. Four to seven on News Radio Pensacola. Informative, local, dependable. It takes a steady hand because if you touch the side. Good morning, 754 News Radio 92.3. Oh, this is kind of interesting. Um, you know, the the big news is on Thursday that we're going to have the, you know, the Supreme Court is going to hear the question about whether President Trump is eligible to run on the ballot again. Comes out of Colorado. Um, also, they turned down the request for a challenge to West Point's race-based admissions uh, process. You remember I told you when this was going on in the uh, regular universities and the Supreme Court said that, Basically, you know, race-based admissions have to go. You just can't do that anymore. And I said at the time that in their opinion and in the questioning that one of the issues was going to be whether the military academies, service academies, would be allowed to still use race-based admissions criteria as a way of making sure that the, you know, the officer corps is diverse. The theory being that, you know, you ought to have a variety of gender and race leading the variety of gender and race, right? If the you know, officer corps is all white, that's a problem, basically. And it's, you know, been a long time since it was all white. But still, the idea is, you know, we want minorities because we need minorities in leadership in order to be a cohesive representation of the country, and it's better for unit morale, all that stuff. Well, they turned it down. There was a there was a challenge. The same people brought the challenge previously and won, brought a challenge against West Point, and the Supreme Court said no. Now, they what they were really asking was expedited review, so it isn't a no on the merits. It was a no for the expedited review, meaning it could still work its way through the court and the Supreme Court could still hear it. Um, I'd be kind of surprised if they did, frankly, because I don't think they want to. I think they've said what they need to say at this point, but you know, we'll see in the future, obviously. Uh, Jake's got traffic on the fives for us. Jake? Okay, Highway 98 westbound through Tiger Point, a little bit slow at the light at Avalon Garcon Point. Bayou Boulevard at the Starbucks westbound. We've got an accident that was uh, blocking the roadway earlier, causing some major slowdown there. Also, Mobile Highway getting by Beulah Elementary School, slow in both directions from the school zone there. Uh, looks like Highway 29 south through Ensley, very, very slow, getting by Highway 90 there, getting towards uh, I-10. Uh, and then uh, Nine Mile Road, very, very slow uh, going, getting, uh, looks like there's an accident right there on the ramp getting onto I-10 from Nine Mile. 
And uh, let's see here. I had something else. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's it for now. If you see anything else out there, let me know. 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker. Traffic on the fives. Thanks so much, Jake. Let's go into the newsroom now. we got Steve Taylor sitting in for David all this week and next week. Steve? We have sad news. A giant in the world of country music is gone. News broke overnight that Toby Keith passed away at the age of 62. The Oklahoma native had been dealing with stomach cancer in recent years. A statement on his website says Keith fought with his fight with grace and dignity. The death toll's rising as the latest atmospheric river is leaving a trail of damage in California. Three men died Sunday in Northern California, all from falling trees. One got trapped inside of a Santa Cruz County home. The other two were crushed in their backyards. Police in Wheat Ridge, Colorado, responded to an unusual call this past weekend. A recent snowstorm there got three local llamas so excited they escaped their enclosure to play in the snow. Officers were called to the scene to help round them up. The llamas, which are named Sophia, Tina, and Napoleon posed for a picture with the officers before they were safely returned home. Now, my question is, how do you get a llama to pose? <laughs> really? <That's laughs> okay, you guys stand over there, you know. Oh, and you know, smile. You, you and I were talking before about the uh, Japanese embassy and the Taylor Swift thing. Oh, yeah. I found the uh, the text of it. It's kind of cute. The embassy of Japan and the United States is aware of recent media reports concerning the steps Taylor Swift will need to take to travel from Tokyo after a concert on February 10th in Las Vegas in time to watch Kansas City Chiefs play in Super Bowl. Roman numerals 58, I guess. Um, despite the 12-hour, now they should have said 13, hour flight and 17-hour time difference, the embassy can confidently speak now <laughs> to say that if she departs Tokyo in the evening after her concert, she would comfortably arrive in Las Vegas before the Super Bowl begins. We know that many people in Japan are excited to experience Taylor Swift's Eras tour, so we wanted to confirm that anyone concerned can be fearless <laughs> in knowing that this talented performer can wow Japanese audiences and still make it to Las Vegas to support the Chiefs when they take to the field for the Super Bowl wearing... Red. Ah. So it's cute. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's kind of a cute thing. Steve, thanks so much for the update. 758 on News Radio 923. Uh, what else do we have going on? Um, oh, the SpaceX uh, splashdown for tonight is canceled or well, not canceled, but postponed. They scrubbed it for now. We'll, of course, let you know when we hear anything about when that's going to actually be happening. The, uh, the redesign of US 29 Palafox Pace, Massachusetts, that whole mess of an intersection is underway. Um, I'll have it up here in just a few minutes on social media. I have pictures of the new intersection design, but the short version is the two lights have now been transformed into one light set and the long winding exit ramp feel of going southbound on 29 over onto Pace, that's going to go away and it's going to be a regular right turn and you can no longer, as of now already, cannot turn left off of Massachusetts. Listen on air at 92.3, 95.3, and AM 1620. News Radio 92.3, WNRP, Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola.